All right, new week, new episode of Beyond the Box. Opening day in the books, under the belt. You went to the game. Under the belt. Under, under the, the belt. belt. Under the belt. Below the belt. Below the belt. Under the belt. All the things. Hopefully this opening weekend wasn't below yeah, the belt. It wasn't <laughs> below the belt. It was above the belt. Well, I, th- I think um, I think a lot of there were good a lot of good storylines. The opening weekend yeah. across the country. Yeah. Honestly, Kylie, you know, who would have thought that uh, the defending national champions would get beat the first two games yes. rather handily by Long Beach State. Mississippi State dropped the first yep. two games. I didn't know that. Yeah, they wow. got they got whipped. They they came back and won the third game. Now you know, of course, the first weekend the starting pitchers aren't going to go far, and Mississippi State's got maybe the best arm in the country. Oh, do they? Landon yeah. Sims. He was okay, a yeah, closer yeah, yeah. last year, and they moved him to the rotation. I think he went five innings with like ten strikeouts, and then they hooked him. Yeah, and then they must have got to the bullpen. Um, but there was a lot of stuff. Uh, Vanderbilt lost two out of three at mm-hmm. home to oh, Oklahoma Florida State. Florida did. Florida lost two out of three at home. Liberty's Liberty. sneaky. Liberty is Liberty. Sneaky. That yeah. was on the lines. That was yeah. in the draft book. Draft oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. We could have bet on that. <laughs> <laughs> the LSU um, game was not on the draft books. Not, yeah. My my biggest disappointment was my boy Cliff Godwin dropping three at home as what? the 12th ranked team in the country. Got Who swept at they home. Play? They lost yeah. to... Um, mm, bro. Bryant, no. Bryant. Yeah, Bryant. Exactly right. right. It was to Bryant. Who was we played Bryant here one year. Bryant has a really great program. This is the thing about college baseball. It's not like football. It's not like basketball. Mm-hmm. In football, basketball, the the team with the best athletes is going to win. The mid majors, maybe once in a blue moon, can rise up and beat a team like Appalachian State beat Michigan one year in a fluke game. Okay, mm-hmm. not take anything away right. from them, but. You, you can play 100 games. Appalachian State might win one against Michigan. But in baseball, it doesn't matter what the mm-hmm. name is on the front of that jersey. I said I, I will never because I'm big in the sports book betting now. I'm like, I won't bet on baseball. I, I don't – I mean, it's, I know it, and I still won't bet on it. because, And that's why you won't bet on it. Yeah. You know the game, and you know that anything can happen. You can yeah. have the best Situational, pitcher in the world. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's such a weird world it is. So now let's take talk LSU. I was you know, obviously at the first game. I threw out the first pitch that <laughs> night, and um, Maine starts a kid who's pitching backwards right out of the mm-hmm. gate, and you could see it was befuddling the hitters from LSU. You know, they're geared up. They're fired up. New season. They know they got a good hitting team. The wind's galing in, and this kid's pitching backwards. And I want to say LSU struck out four or five times the first time mm-hmm. he threw the lineup, yeah. and they didn't hit any balls hard. I think there was maybe one ball that uh, Jordan Thompson hit pretty hard to right center, but the wind uh, kind of held it yeah. in. But then what happened was Maine started kicking the ball around, and they and you know once errors, they made yeah. six errors, <laughs> and you know the LSU yeah. kids got a little bit loose. You know they ended up having a big score, but the score was really not indicative of the type of game. Now the second and third games, I think. One thing about the mid-majors is they just don't have pitching depth. Right. Mm-hmm. And once you start getting deep into the staff, you know, our guys are going to kill 87, 88 miles an hour. You know, sure. they're, you know, unless you're some super-duper breaking ball guy or whatever. So eventually the talent at LSU took over, and they were able to blow them out the last two games. So And, and it warmed up, and the wind became a little bit prevailing. It was cold that first night. First night the wind <laughs> was you called that one. <laughs> I told you, no matter what. We, yeah. we talked about it. Yeah, we did. We like, it doesn't matter what happens. First yeah. pitch is going to be freezing, wind blowing in your face. Brutal. And, and those are not hitters – Conditions, but I will tell you, Blake Money looked unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I was really proud of Blake. 
you know, last year I thought he was pretty much a one-pitch pony and, and had a decent little changeup, probably didn't throw it enough. But he throw, showed a good slider the other day, mm -hmm. and he threw his changeup. I think he struck a guy out on a 3-2 changeup early in the game, and he threw another 2-1 changeup that was really good. And I'll tell you, I thought Anthony, he looked like a legit Friday, Saturday guy in the SEC. That's what, I, that's what I took away from him. I was sitting next to, you remember Joey Bourgeois, right? Sure, I um, saw Joey earlier yeah, I was in sitting, the day. sitting with him at the game, and we were talking, we were like, he was just filling up the zone too, just mm -hmm. throwing. He was ahead of everybody, and to have ten punch outs. At one point, we looked at it; he had like sixty pitches in like five innings or that, something. That it was, was unbelievable, unbelievable. And he yeah. was striking batters. That's out. what I mean. And yeah, that, to be doing that in one two, or three pitches, yeah. four mm -hmm. pitches—that's that's yeah. crazy. It, it was very impressive outing by I Blake, agree. and I'm sure that that that's going to be very encouraging for for the state for their uh, team going forward. Yeah. So. yeah. But there was a there was a you know a lot of upsets. Uh, oh, Arkansas got beat their opening game what? by Illinois State at home. Yep, Illinois State first time since 1981 Arkansas lost a home opener. Oh, that's tough. That's a yeah, that's a stat. We were gassing up the yeah. SEC last week. Yeah, yeah. About <laughs> all these teams going that's down. That's funny. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Um, but it just it just shows the first weekend you never know what's going to happen yeah. in college baseball. Anything can happen. 51 yeah. runs were scored. That's what I, that's, that's crazy. Insane. They said it was the first time, it was the most runs scored since yeah. 1996 or something like that. 51. That's crazy. That's wild. That's a oh, lot. Well, I kept getting the alerts on the LSU. Yeah. And it was like, LSU up 5 nothing in the first, four no, like 9-1 well, in the second. You, I was like, You geez. look at the first five hitters in their lineup, yeah. and mm -hmm. that's, that's as good a lineup as you're ever going to see. Yeah. You got Trey Morgan, who I think is just a phenomenal baseball mm -hmm. player. You know, we recruited Trey out of, Brother Martin High School in New Orleans. Okay. And Trey missed his whole senior year because he had Tommy John surgery, a partial Tommy John surgery on his throwing elbow. He also was their closer. Um, he When he, he arrived on campus last year, Anthony, he was like LeMayu was or Bregman was. You know, yeah. you just knew right from the start different, that this yeah. kid was, had something different about him. And I love Trey. Trey uses the whole field. He's tough to strike out. He's a good base runner. He's an excellent defensive first baseman. I, I just thought – I think Trey Morgan is going to turn out to be one of the best players. If I would have coached him for three years, I would say he would have been one of the best players of my tenure. Of course, I only had him for one year. Um, you got Dylan Cruz, who's probably going to be the first pick mm -hmm. in the draft after uh, his junior year. You got Jacob Berry, who's the kid transferred from Arizona, who's got unbelievable power. And Kate Doty looks like he's at – best that he's been um and then this was the thing is you heard about the injury to Beloso oh, in the unfortunate, thing. Yeah. but this is the thing Brayton Joe Bear was a kid that we recruited he, he was at Nichols State his freshman year he hit a home run against us in, the, in a game we got beat by Nichols State over in Thibodeau and then he didn't want to stay and he really wanted to come to LSU as a sophomore and and Nickel State, back then, you, you would have to waive the, the transfer residency mm -hmm. requirement. Now you can go be right. eligible right mm -hmm. away. But last year, Nickel State would have had to uh, give him a waiver, and they were not willing to do so. So we went to Delgado Junior College. Wow. I often think what a difference it would have made for us last year if we'd have had that bad in there. Yeah. Because when Beloso got hurt, quite frankly, I think, Braden Jobert might be one of the better hitters on the right. team. He's he's legit. I think he had 20 home runs and 95 RBIs last year for Delgado Junior Ooh. College. This kid can really mash. Well, he hit that home run. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. like we were all saying it in the stands. Yeah. Like just his swing was real oh, pretty. No. Yeah. He, he, he's no surprise to me, Anthony. 
Nice. And then and then um, we also recruited this kid Jack Merrill Merrifield. Jack okay. Merrifield. He's actually from Parkview Baptist, but he went to LSU Eunice, and w- and put up ridiculous numbers at LSU Eunice last year. And he's an excellent defensive player. And I thought in time he would work his way in there. It looks like yeah. he already did. He's, so he's at third base right now. He played third. Mm-hmm. in the outfield. Yeah. So the first Left night, field, yeah, yeah they, they surprised everybody by playing Jacob Berry mm-hmm. in right field, but. Um, uh, he played Will Safford for the first four innings and then took him out and moved Doty over to second and put uh, uh, Merrifield in at third base. And Merrifield played great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Thompson looks to be much improved. Yeah. Um, Alex Malazzo caught really well. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see this game, too, where McManus caught, you know, and yeah. see how he caught it. But I know he's a better hitter than Malazzo. I mean, that's, that's a great lineup. Mm-hmm. That's as good a college lineup as you're going to find. Yeah, we, we were talking uh, at Mikey's show. We were trying to debate – whether we thought it was better than 09. Oh, hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> they got three games with Maine. Let's let's not annoy them yet. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> funny. That 09 team did know, it against everybody, and and, um, and we like, we were yeah. busting Joey's balls. A little yeah, bit. we were like calling him out because we were like, well, the 13 lineup was better. We're like, you didn't win it, Joey. Yeah. Relax. Like, <laughs> 13 lineup was great. You know, we went to Omaha 57 and nine, but we just you know didn't yeah. get it done in mm-hmm. Omaha. Um, you know we. Yeah, you know, no, jo- I, Joey yeah. might be right. No, that I, was I a agree. phenomenal I, yeah. line. It was a like fun Man- Fred's debate for sure. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. a good Fred's debate. Right, you had <laughs> you had Ray Frimes and Mason Katz and Bregman and yeah. Jacoby Jones, Christian Ibarra had a phenomenal year. I mean, it, in college baseball wise, yeah. that lineup, college baseball wise, like numbers, players for. I don't think that they had the pro team that we had. You know, like yeah. Well, obviously yeah. Nolan Bregman, those yeah. names, but yeah, the volume of pro I guys. Think we had, we had what six major leaguers off our 09 team. Schimpf, Coleman. DJ, Jones. me, um, Nola, Aaron, I mean, uh, Austin, Nola, Austin Nola, Mikey, that's six. Yeah. Anybody else? Every A lot of guys made it to AAA. Right, Mikey yeah, Gibbs. Lot, yeah. um, Gibbs, Landry. Landry. I mean, we had a couple other guys play. Austin Nola. I mean, uh, Austin Ross. Yeah, Austin made AAA. I mean, we had 10 guys, yeah. 12 guys on that team. That that's yeah, stacked, that, that, yeah. That was uh, Chinko, of course, made AAA. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that team, we had a lot of prospects on that team. Yeah. Um, the 13 team, probably you're right, Christine Barr, Rafe, yeah. Katz, they weren't great major league prospects, right. but, boy, were they good college best, players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? great, yeah. We've had some great teams through the years. And, and listen, this, this team's got a chance. I, I knew I was walking away from a yeah. national championship caliber team, and that yeah. was a hard thing to do. But the thing is, Anthony, I, I think their pitching is very much underrated. Yeah. We had some good arms on that team, and um, you know they, they they seem to be coming into their own a little bit. I think Javen Coleman threw really well. He threw well at the end of the year last year. Garrett Edwards, I think, is going to be a good freshman pitcher for or sophomore pitcher yep. for him. He was a good freshman for us last year. Um, Mikhail, you know, for three innings pitched really well, yeah. and then, he, then they got to him a little bit. We still got Devin Fontenot at the end. They brought in a good arm by the name of Reiselman. We had recruited a kid named Gervais, tall kid with a good arm. Yep. I, I think they've got a, a lot of good options. Um, Me too. That, I, that, uh, I think it's going to be a very underrated pitching staff. I do too. I thought last year like there was a lot of young – and it was just more – for me when I was watching the games last year, it was like, man, they got a bunch of young guys that are just either underdeveloped or not in the – in a role yet, you know, yeah. so that's mm-hmm. why I think once people find their roles and know where they fit in the, yeah. and that's what over time, you know, and, and the coaching staff will decide that, but that's where I'm excited to see the development of this team and where guys fit into the rotation and stuff. Well, they have a very good pitching coach in Jason Kelly, and I think he's, he, you know, he, he uh, working along with 
with uh, Jay Johnson. I think they're going to figure it out, and um, I, I think it's a team to be reckoned with. But let's not go too crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they, it's definitely you know, still early. St- it's still early. Yes. Oh, I understand. And um, you know, they, they did what they needed to do this weekend, and you know they. Smart Wednesday night would be a good test. They go to yeah, Louisiana go to Ruston. Yeah, yeah. Heard, that's a good some midweek yeah. well, matchup. Of course, they won't be facing you know Louisiana right. Tech's top starters. They had their entire starting rotation back. It would have been interesting to see how they would have yeah, matched up against them. But we had we had some great games with Louisiana Tech last year, and, and you know they filled in for Notre Dame when Notre Dame had to cancel at the last second, and Louisiana Tech came down, and um, you know we played them. I think the third game, and they had a really good starting pitcher. And again, you know, after five innings, they had to hook them, and we got to their bullpen and and ended up winning the game, going away. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what they have from a pitching standpoint up there at Louisiana Tech. Yeah, yeah, and that's Wednesday, and then they have Townsend and Southern. Yeah, that, that won't be the most challenging. Yeah, weekend next weekend, but then the following weekend they go over to Houston and play. Uh, um, oh, that's right. Texas. Yeah. So you could have number one against number two pot- potentially over there that in one game. Something but Baylor had a rough too. weekend. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah. And Oklahoma was just okay. So maybe those games aren't going to be as – I just had one more name I had to throw out. Ty Floyd threw really well. Oh, Sunday. On yeah. Sunday. He's, mm-hmm. he's a kid that – Anthony reminds me a lot of you. He, um, he turned down a decent amount of money uh, at a high school. Uh, they would have taken him in the fifth round. I think he probably would have – been given about seven hundred thousand dollars, and he yeah, came yeah. to school, and he's got a really good arm, and he just looked to me like he's a little bit more of a finished product now nice. as a sophomore as well. But he's got a chance to be really good one too. Let's go! All right, I like that. I didn't get a chance to watch him pitch on Sunday too much, so. Um, but what was his name? Tide Floyd. Tide Floyd. All right, from, cool. from Georgia. Check yeah. that out. Yeah. Nice. Nice. But you're uh, so you got your. Uh, your sweatsuit on. So talk to us. Give us the retirement update. You going to throw BP again? Yeah. yeah how, you got a curtain call? Cur- yeah. Curtain call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. How did your pitch on Friday feel? Give us the recap of yeah, that. It's Kylie's fault. She wasn't. Well, she was the reason that we didn't get. To it was not my fault. But shout out to Glenn West. I saw it on Twitter. I um. I caught a lot of grief from my friends with the text messages. You know. It, you know, a little bit outside. <laughs> I, did Jay I'm, get down and squat? I, no, I'm blaming mm-hmm. it on Jay for not framing <laughs> it well enough. Yeah. Actually, um, it, it was a real special moment for me personally. You know, um, it was I was kind of numb going out there. They tell me there was a nice ovation. I, I really couldn't really tell. You know, I went out yeah. there and, you know, I was just kind of trying to, you know, take a take deep it breath on, yeah. because I was, you know, just kind of, I, I remembered going out to that mound to talk to you many times. <laughs> and, uh you know, I sta- sta- here I am standing up on the mound of Alec Box Stadium, probably for the last time, and um, it was a little emotional for me, you know. I imagine. And then I finally, you know, you know, kind of g- got control of myself to throw the pitch, and I just didn't want to bounce it or throw it over his head. I forgot that I <laughs> needed to throw it, at, you know, between the corners of the plate. So I kind of yanked it. I had a little cutter action, you know. <laughs> I, you know. Mikey put that in your head before. It was his fault. He put a little cut action on it. Yeah, so – you know, I made Jay have to stretch for it a little bit, but fortunately, he made me look good and caught it and didn't go to the backstop. Yeah, it was graceful. Yeah, that's clutch. But it was, it was, you know, it was a nice moment, and um, you know, got the, you know, we stayed. I had the grandkids with me, so they they were getting cold after about five innings, so we ended up yeah. uh, leaving then. But yeah, I never sat in traffic before at Alex Fox <laughs> Stadium. It's a time. I, yeah. You know, I never, I never wore street clothes to a game there either. Yeah. So it was, a, it was an unusual night for me, but. Yeah. 
glad we got it out of the way. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I remember the first time coming back to the box. So that's interesting that you say that the traffic, the whole experience, street clothes. Yeah. So it's really cool to hear you talk about that and uh, and and that perspective. Probably pretty unique for you. So I've got the sweats on today yeah. because <laughs> I'm leaving the podcast because I, 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 I've, I've, I've got I've got to uh, go do my second job, which yes. is batting practice pitcher for Kramer Robertson. And, and and Antoine Duplantis. Now I don't know if Mikey and Jared Mitchell are coming today. So last week, I think it was Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. It was. They uh, they wanted me to throw BP, and of course I, I haven't picked up a ball since June, the last last day of the my career, and um, I went out and threw about 200 pitches. Oh my goodness! So for the next two days, as you might imagine, I had a, a little, little bit s- of soreness in yeah. the old body. Um, I was a little worried that it might not leave me by Friday. <laughs> I might not be able to reach <laughs> home plate with my bat- with my uh, first pitch, but by Friday I was feeling okay. So I think I'll be I'll leave, I'll feel better today, my second time. But um, yeah. I'm I'm so happy to be able to be involved with those guys that they yeah. think enough of me to ask me to come and throw BP. Yeah. Yeah. It it makes me feel like a coach again, and, and you know I love those kids. So yeah. it's, it's special time for me. That's awesome. They uh, and uh, just so you know, too, Jared was telling somebody, I forget who it was that asked. Oh, it was one of the guys that were sitting on the couch there, and they were like, "Does Coach throw good BP?" And he was like, "Money." It was Money. unbelievable. So well done. They, yeah. they appreciate it, and he, and he had good things to say about you. So it was awesome. I wish I had a nickel for every batting practice I've pitched in the last <laughs> forty years. I could be a wealthy man. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. But I, uh, I always you did all right coaching though, like yeah. <laughs> I, I <always> mediocre. <laughs> I always enjoyed throwing batting practice, Anthony, because you know you could you could throw the pitches, but you could talk to the guys and you get them into a mindset. I you know I used to throw BP and sometimes I'd challenge them, but sometimes you know it was making them feel like they could do anything that they wanted to do and just build their confidence. Mm-hmm. That was a big change for me last year because after I had had my neck surgery in November. I had strict orders from the doctor that I was not allowed to throw right. for at least six months. Yeah. And I couldn't swing a fungo bat. And, mm. you know, when you're a coach and you're, you're used to being active with the players and all of a sudden you can't be, it's a totally different coaching style. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, that's yeah, going to be tough. You know, I felt like Bear Bryant standing under the goalpost just yeah, leaning just like against the, yeah. the goalpost <laughs> and not, you know, delegating everything. Yeah. And, you know, I like to be active and I just it made me feel old you know yeah. and uh, it was different so now that you know I'm I've got the green light from the doctor and you know I, I I'm not allowed to throw batting practice for LSU because you, they can only have so many coaches yeah. out on the field you know I, I'd probably be awkward for Jay to have <laughs> to do that anyway. but um you know I'm glad the guys as they're getting ready for spring training yeah. are asking me to throw I think that's very cool I think yeah. it, I think it's cool to see that too because right because we've worked with pitching coaches you know or when we came back that we liked and stuff but that's yeah. really cool to see the um the hitters work with you and stuff yeah. too really cool Former Antoine's coach. easy to throw to because you know he gets up there and swings and the Kramer you know he, he keyholes you yeah, you know like, throw it here yeah he makes you you know it, Drawing walks is a big part of his game, so you don't want him to go out of the zone, but you know puts a little pressure on the BP pitcher. You know, you got you to put it right there; he doesn't swing. He's like a pretty boy too. I feel like you got to do everything right for Kramer. It's got to be perfect. Is the grass okay? Like, is his hair That's look good? Funny. Like, he's got to make sure everything's perfect. Hey, but I love the guy. Oh, okay? I love him. I love him like he's son. my he's my little brother. I love him. But this is the thing. Let's talk women's basketball. I know about Kim Mulkey. She's oh doing God. something She's over. There. National Coach of the Year this That's year. Insane. It'll be a, it'll be, it should be an yeah. investigation. Mm-hmm. Twenty three and four, second place to the number one team in the country, with, you know, you know, 
Play, players that were the, on the team yeah. last year. Yeah. You know? I'm sure they're a little bit older, a little more experienced, like, you know, it happens. But Kim knows how to do it. She She's does. Great. That was a good game yesterday, too. Yeah. Everyone you on beat your Gators. I know. I was not upset, but I really okay. am happy for Kelly Ray Finley. Like she's really turned that program around at Florida too. Okay. So that's exciting to see. Yeah, that story yeah. was pretty cool. You told me. Yeah. She was, what? She's just an interim coach. Yeah, she's an interim coach. So I, yeah. I guess they're going to have talk of head coaching positions oh, yeah. after okay. the season's over. Now, you we know, shall the see. Men's coach Mike White. Yeah. His father was my boss at Notre Dame. No he was way. The athletic director for. Because he years. came from La Tech. Is that where Mike, Mike White? Came from? I think he came from La Tech. So. I thought he. That's not. Wasn't he at Ole Miss? think so one of the whites was the basketball okay. coach at Ole Miss I don't I don't remember if it was Mike or not but mm -hmm. he's got a handful of sons that are in college <laughs> all over the place all that's all cool place. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's your cool. former boss I yeah. did not know that that's awesome Kevin White was yeah. the athletic director for five of my 12 years at Notre Dame. and then he and then he actually finished his career at Duke Good, yeah. What else we got going on in the sports world, Anthony? How much with those girls? The girls were here. Um, the we did a basketball. Is it's up here. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, on the side. Yeah. yeah. So we had a live artist come in. We did an autograph signing with the the basketball oh, girls. You're like too much. Nah, Kim Kim Mulkey's doing a great job. So I'm, I'm loving the basketball train. I think yeah. our basketball is is going to be good. Complete yeah. sellout for the women's basketball That's game. You couldn't get a ticket. We're watching. It, it was like it was yeah. like I've been to two or three of those games, and I'm telling you, she, the way she gets the fans engaged too. Oh, she's yeah. out on the court. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's I, I just love the energy that we got around. And you know, I'm a basketball fun. guy too. I like, know I'm you're like, a basketball uh, guy. I just uh, <laughs> I wanted the I've wanted the PMAC to to be like yeah. that for years. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it's exciting Good to see it in women's basketball. Hopefully, right the men's team will get it going. They they kind of struggled on the stretch. Yeah. So. But uh, Kim Mulkey, she's the story. I know. She what about uh, gymnastics? You, I love oh, that yeah. program. That's They're crazy. Insane yeah. too. That's awesome. Have you ever been to gymnastics? One maybe? time, yeah. And it was like those talk about a sold out crowd. Literally I mean. every Friday, it's yeah. home. It's constantly yeah. sold out. You gotta out. go over there for one of those. Yeah. Right? Just like enjoy. Like they they get the crowd into it too. The girls, the yeah. routines, all that. Yeah. Dee Dee was one of my favorites too. Jeez. I know you guys were tight, right? Well, we're go well, go we're golf partners now. Ambassador partners. We're the ambassadors and the. Dee Dee is learning the game of golf. You know, she takes lessons and she goes out there at the range. And that's awesome. You know, she um, I played like one or two rounds with her, like in scrambles. But uh, I think I might have played one real round with her. I can't recall. But uh, she's working hard at it. And I she's, love yeah. it. Yeah, she's all full energy. She's you know, one of my favorites. That's favorite. awesome. Yeah. I want to have her on a show. Yeah, that would be a good oh, one. You won't get a word in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. She's made for podcasts. Yeah. I'll just ask a question and let her go. There you yeah, go. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah. That's Let's funny. Bring her in here. You know, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's, she's a trip. There's I no question it. about it. Good. And Fran Flory uh, just retired as a volleyball coach after many years as well. So. Yeah, out with the old and in with the new. No, that's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. So, hey, you know what I've learned in about life, Anthony? That it doesn't stop for anybody. Right. You know, you you, I've I've watched it happen. You know, I watched it happen with my father. I ha I watched it happen with the former coach at the University of Miami when I was living in Miami, Ron Frazier. I've seen it happen with uh, Tommy Lasorda. I've seen it happen with Don Shula. I've seen it happen with. You know, just great coaches, Vince Lombardi, Bear Bryant, you know, so many through the years. And you think that, you know, it's never going to end, but it has to. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, I can tell you personally, it's really hard. It's like when you finished playing, you know, and you, you weren't sure if you should be done right. playing and you kept working at it. And it's hard to come to grips when it's over for you. Yeah. And I, mine was like, 
okay, it's over. Yeah. I've, I've decided I've had enough. And then you spend the next several months wondering if you did the right thing, you know? And it's emotional. In my case, this years. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, just oh. I'm just kidding. Well, and it might be years for me, yeah, quite yeah. frankly. This is the first year that I've I've done it. But, you know, you, you know, Sean Payton went 15 years with the Saints. I went 15 years here. Drew Brees, you thought he was going to play forever. Mm-hmm. But everything has its shelf life, you yep. know? And everybody, you know, the, the clock turns and it's time for change and um and change is good sometimes you know it injects new energy and new enthusiasm yep. and you care about the program and it go it keeps going forward so um you know you you as for me for you you know we, we can sit back and pout and feel sorry for ourselves that we're not doing it anymore or we can be grateful for the time that we had right yep if, when you were a young boy you used to dream of being a major league pitcher where you fulfilled yeah. your dream when i was a young boy i dreamed of being a college baseball coach i got to do that for 39 years yep. so you know it's it, it's it's a you know life is good 